There were more, many more, including five forays outside the United States. Japan, where the Tokyo Purple Ring was annihilated. Mexico on the Baja Peninsula, where the penetrator interfered in another touchy international situation. Two trips into Canada and across the Atlantic to France. And now the Bahamas. Pirates. Nonsense. Fantasy. The only possible way to end it, Goodman knew, was to kill the penetrator. But first he had to find the mean son of a bitch. Mark Harden, who had yet to reach his thirtieth birthday, was the lean, heavily muscled, now deeply bronzed, mean son of a bitch Howard Goodman sought, the man whom the press had dubbed the penetrator. Mark was a large, powerful man. At six feet two, he had the lean, hungry look of an athlete in top condition. His general complexion was dark, and he suntanned to a coppery brown when he had the chance. He could move with the supple litheness of a cougar, and was cat-quick when the situation demanded it. His dark eyes, high cheekbones, and slightly hollow cheeks beneath them gave his face, even in repose, a smoldering, critical look. When he frowned, a cold, deathly aura seemed to hover over him. Mark's hair was black and worn long, in a style popular among Mexican businessmen and matadors. He had sacrificed his usual hairstyle and thick black mustache in the battle against Johnny Utah, and now maintained the change because the immigration officials and port authorities of every nation, as well as every police force and government agency in the United States, had circulars, complete with a composite drawing, describing him as he had formerly appeared. His usual weight was 205 pounds, which he maintained without conscious effort or diet. What effort was there in at least once a day eating a thick, juicy, blood-rare steak of beef, buffalo, or venison? Regular exercise, constant practice in the Native American martial art, Arenda Kiowa, and continual study of the Cheyenne Dog Soldier Medicine Religion of Shotuka kept him in fighting trim. Mark's accent, if any, was network newscaster, but Easterners and those from the South soon picked up a slight Far West twang if they listened closely. Trouble was, most of Mark's enemies never had a chance to listen that long before they were dead. Only eight persons, very trusted people, knew that Mark Harden was the penetrator, and only two of those, Professor Willard Haskins and David Red Eagle, knew that Mark was soaking up sun and rebuilding himself in the Bahamas, following his protracted onslaught against the culture pirates who had menaced the surrounding waters until a month before. Mark had used a variety of names during his career as a writer of wrongs, among them was William Hansen, Jr., whom the penetrator had killed in an airplane crash in the desert of New Mexico. Now he was going to adopt another nom de guerre. Peter Janus, young millionaire, was about to become a land speculator. Janus, the two-faced god of the Romans, was a good name to choose, for there was certainly another face to the enthusiastic, slightly innocuous, wealthy young man who wanted to buy into a land development scheme. It was the mask of death. For over a year, real estate swindles had been revealed by the press in Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and Florida. 
Of all of them, Florida caught the interest of the penetrator. Several persons who had filed complaints had disappeared. Foul play was suspected, but nothing could be proven. The penetrator had ordered his headquarters staff, retired geology professor Willard Haskins, and the enigmatic old Cheyenne warrior David Red Eagle to prepare a situation's report. Now, since it was only a few miles across the water from the scene of the evils they had discovered, Mark Harden decided it was time for the penetrator to pay a personal visit. Half an hour ago, a phone call from the airport had informed him his beach duke was fueled and ready. He had called flight service for a rundown on the weather and filed an IFR flight plan for Fort Myers, Florida. Earlier that afternoon, he had cleared his tourist card with the Bahamian authorities. When he arrived in Fort Myers, he would pick up...